0: What's going on? Welcome back to another podcast. As always, I apologize for any noise in the background in advance, anything of that nature. And I hope that you're having a good day or good night, whenever you're listening, because I don't know your life. As always, I feel like I have to say this from now on. I'm going to start saying this. Is that these are for entertainment purposes only. I'm not, you know, a replacement for therapy, nor am I a guide. Just because I recognize that I'm just sharing my experiences. This is not something that you should be following, because everybody has their own path. And you're going to do what you want to do. And that's not good or bad. And it's not my place to lead you, right? Or to help you. So, what I wanted to talk about I was originally going to talk about relationships and all that shit. But I feel like I should talk about something that I wrote in my notes on my phone. Just because I had this epiphany the other day. While I was laying in bed, listening to somebody on one of my social medias giving a tarot reading, I was like, you know what, this may not be for me, because, you know, I don't really, not that I don't believe in like collective readings, but I don't just because they're so generalized that it's not like super pinpointed. So I only take certain aspects of what I feel is true, right? And so I'm gonna read something that I wrote in my notes. Some prisoners say that solitude has changed them. Some prisoners have said that they found God. Monks go into solitude to find freedom. These are examples of the level of complexity that life is. Think about consciousness. You could say that prisoners being enlightened through jail is an ironic thing. Or that it's not real. But what happens, hold on, i would be losing my place. I apologize. And so, life can hurt you in different ways, but we all feel and we all love. Monks go into solitude for love. Prisoners go into solitude for punishment. Notice how both paths lead to the same thing. And for me personally, I took shortcuts. Now that gets into a whole different topic of basically how I lived my life and how I've gone to this level of feeling... I guess you could call me free-spirited just because I do what the fuck I want with the idea that there's no repercussions for what I'm doing. Because I know that what I'm doing is not hurting anybody, nor is it hurting myself. And the reason I say that I'm a free-spirit, or free-spirited, is because the things that I do are like, have a podcast, I do social media, I play video games, I draw, I sometimes go on, you know, go work out, sometimes I go on walks, I clean, I take care of what I have to take care of, and... I don't really have a lot of responsibilities, just because I'm only 23. And I don't really have, you know, bills or anything like that. But when I did have bills, they always paid on time, or earlier, just because I'm a control freak. So I have everything on lock. And the point that I was trying to make in what I had written in my notes was, or is, that Life is this this experience that you go through that can either be pain or pleasure, but both lead to the same thing. Like, you can live one type of way, I could live one type of way, I could try to be living healthy, doing all the things, you could be eating junk food, not giving a rat's ass, and we're both gonna die. You feel me? So you choose the way you want to live, that's, you know, the fun part of free will you get to choose what you want to do how you want to live all of your experiences and what you see as good or bad you get to choose and so the reason that i used monks and prisoners as a i guess a metaphor is because there's a lot of prisoners who go into jail After doing a long sentence and they come out and they say, well, I found God in prison, you know, or I recognized this in prison or I became spiritual through prison. And why do you think that is? You feel me like that? Sounds ironic. You feel me like this person who was set on crime, who made their choices, comes out and they're a completely different person. Are you going to believe this prisoner? Most of the time, it's a no from most people. They say, ha, right, you found God. And most of the time, people are like, oh, see, you just needed a timeout because you were a bad kid and whoop, 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 whoop. You feel me? And instead of casting judgment on this idea, think about why. You feel me? Because prisoners, you know, they just do what they do, they just did what they did. And most likely, they had a really hard childhood. Sometimes they don't have hard childhoods. And they still do what they want. They still choose. Right? Because they have their own sense of free will. They have their own sense of good and bad. So without judgment, go on a little trip with me. A little mental trip. And think about why they come out of prison saying that they're a whole different person. And that they've changed. And that they found God. Or that they're spiritual now. And I'm going to give you my idea. Okay? Because this is gonna be like a whole mental, like, exhaustion. Like, it's like trying to write a book, you're like, what the fuck? I don't know. You feel me? I don't know where to start. (sighs) Prisoners, you go into somewhere where you feel you're being punished, right? Because that's what it is. Jail is punishment for people who break, quotation mark, break the rules, right? Like, if you're speeding, you get a speed ticket, right? Because there's set rules. Like, you don't kill other people. You don't eat other people. There's rules. And when you break those rules, there has to be a consequence. And your soul needs hardships to evolve. Because it's kind of like, you're not going to recognize the harm that you do on another person until that harm is directly done to you. You feel me? These people don't have that sense of good or bad when they go in. doing these things. So they just do these things because that's all they know. That's all they've, they've either been shown or that's all they see themselves doing because they don't know, right? Because a lot of I feel like the majority of people that are in prison have never been shown love have never been shown compassion have never been shown nurturing nurturing Or, like, nourishment, you feel me? Like, their parents did not love them type of people, you feel me? And I'm not trying to say that that's everybody. Because that's not everybody. But I feel like that's generalized. Because your parent can love you. And, you know, that could be true. But if they don't know how to show it to you, and you're not at a level where you can comprehend that they're just doing their best, you're gonna get into a lot of fuckery and that starts early like a lot of people start you know acting out when you hit what middle school like i remember going into 8th grade and all of my 7th and 6th grade friends were already smoking weed and i was like mind blown because i was like damn already we're like 12 years old like what are you guys doing and so to me i was like like this is crazy y'all y'all got some other shit going on but i'm not gonna worry because It's not my place to judge you, you feel me? But that's crazy that you're already doing this at such a young age. (laughs) And that's just what they're shown, you feel me? Like, if your family was doing the same thing, like, I'm gonna speak from my own personal life, you feel me? Because I can't speak on anybody else's and I'm not here to judge anybody else's because I've had a fucked up childhood. And, you know, I've had family that is, you know, whatever. But from my own personal experience, my siblings started to drink at like 13, 14. So when I was around that age, I was like, oh, they started doing this. So can I start doing this around my family? Because they started doing it. So I feel like it's justified if I want to. You feel me? And so it kind of opens a door, right? Like you hit the age of 18 you start swearing around your family or even earlier if your family started swearing early and you look at them you're like well they didn't so i'm gonna be able to do it at least for me that's how my brain worked you feel me like my siblings they smoked weed at like 12 and 13 and i started drinking around 13 and 14 so i was like me around that age i was like mm. So now I'm able to do this because I'm at the age where they did this. So now if I do it, they can't be mad because they were doing the same shit. So that's how I'm going to justify doing this and getting away with it. But me, unconsciously, I was like, you know what? But I don't want to do that just because, like, one, I don't want to do it. It's not really interesting to me. I don't really care for it. And because it just feels weird. Like, I'm not friends with my family. Like, I'm very antisocial. And I am very closed off to relatively everybody. So I'm like, "Mm, do I want to hang out with these people? Not really. And if I drink, I'm going to be more inclined to be more social with them. And I just don't really want to. So I'm like, "Mm, I'm not going to do it just because I don't want them to see me do it. And because I don't want to do it in front of them, because that, sh- that sh- is just weird, like, we're not friends like that, you don't know me like that, if I'm gonna get blacked out I'm gonna get blacked out with my friends, not my mom, you feel me, like, no so, I was like, mm I wanna take it to an extreme level that was me, in my little kid brain I was like, go bigger, go home, right that's always been my mind, like do this big, or don't do it at all, because, you know you only live once, yellow <laughs> anyway, back on topic that's what I mean by, like it's their choices they just did what they did because they either saw it or people around them didn't care enough to say something about it like you can tell when a kid's gonna be problematic trust me like you can tell as a parent if they don't listen to you right away you're like i could tell you're gonna be bad you feel me and people have their personalities as a kid if they really don't listen as a kid what makes you think they're gonna listen as an adult make that make sense so, using common sense, you feel me? I feel like I've come to the conclusion that when they go into jail, they mature. Because when you're in this mentality of, I'm going to do this because I want to, it's like living in that toddler where you let all of your intrusive thoughts win. Because so I was hanging around with my nephew this past week and you know, the week before, and the dude just like picks shit up, looks at you, and chucks it at you. Like, you can read his little mind and what he's going to do just by staring at him. Just by watching him do the things that he does. And so I sit there and I watch him throughout the day. And I I literally just be, like, staring at him from across the room. And I'm like, okay, let's see what this dude's going to do. And you can tell what he's going to do based off every single action. So, it's really about paying attention to people. And the majority of prisoners are either neglected or looked at too microscopically there's a range you feel me you can't be a hovering parent because when you hover the kid wants to do it more because it's like oh my god fighting these intrusive thoughts is so difficult and when you don't care at all they're like oh well since you don't care i'm gonna do this like you don't care cool i'm gonna go do it then Just because you don't care. Like, I'm going to go live my life. You feel me? So, like, it's really hard to be a parent. And I don't hate on the parents. You feel me? Of prisoners. Because they got their own life. They were trying. So, that's where I come to terms with this prisoner. Right? Like, I have compassion for this prisoner. Because I know that it's not just their fault. It's the parent's fault. But it's not just the parent's fault. It's the system's fault. And it's not just the system's fault, it's the people's fault. And it all comes back to full circle. So that's where I feel like they have a sense of, like, getting to sit down and breathe. So that's where my next step comes in. The way that I look at a prisoner and the way that they come into this conclusion of, Oh my god, I'm spiritual. Oh my god, I found God. Is more so, like... When you're in this mind space of doing criminal activity because you want to do it you're running in life you're running and sprinting and running as fast as you fucking can because you want experience because you want to do the next thing because you do this thing and you need to feel like that again because criminal activity is like highs to these people because that's what they want to experience and everything that you chase in life is highs you feel me Like, when you go to a job because you want money, when you get that paycheck, that paycheck feels like a high, or like a relief, or some sort of good feeling, right? You go to work, you get your check, you look at it, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. That, in its own, is a high. That's the same thing that's happening with these prisoners in a different way. They do this, they get this, and they're like, oh, my adrenaline is pumped thing. Like, you don't know, I feel like I'm fucking, I just did a line. So, to them, that's what they know, that's what they want to do, that's what they've experienced. And when you're in the cycle of doing shit because you want to do it, you never stop to second guess. Never. Why? Because you're sprinting towards the next high. You're sprinting, you're running as fast as you fucking can without breathing. So when you get to a point where you're like, holy shit, I forgot how to fucking breathe, you get sent Boom, shut, shut the fucking door. Imagine that loud ass clink, shlink. you know, the door closing in jail, you know, that bar, like the fucking noise it makes. Da-shunk. Yeah, I can't make the sound effects. I'm so bad at sound effects, but anyway, you get to a point where you're running and running and sprinting and you're like exhausted mentally, physically, spiritually, all the fucking ways. So you get to a place where they're like, alright, sit down, shut up, and think about what you've done. You shut up, you sit down, you think about what you've done, you're like, holy fuck. Do I even want to be doing this? Or was I just doing this because it made me feel some type of way? Was I doing this for some other reason? Was I doing this because I wanted to do this? Or was I doing this because it's all I knew? Because... I have a lot of friends who have done a lot of dumb shit, you feel me? And I have family who've gone to prison. So, like, I know firsthand that these people are not bad, you feel me? They're not bad people, they're people I have in my fucking daily ass life. So, for me to be like, oh, they're shitty people, they they know what they're doing. It's not always that they know what they're doing, you feel me? Because everybody knows what they're doing. But when you get to sit down and actually reflect, it hits you differently. Because it's kind of like when you have your midlife crisis or your quarter-life crisis. You're like, holy shit, I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what i want to do. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have kids. I don't have this. I don't have my shit together. You feel me? It's like that. People just don't have their shit together. And this world is kind of like expecting you to have your shit together while so much other shit is happening. And you're like, what the fuck? I didn't even know. I didn't even know. So, for me, when I look at these prisoners, and when they say that they found God, I don't like to take everything that they say for face value. Because people can lie. And I'm not naive to that fact, you feel me? A prisoner could come out and say that he's fucking holy, and he wants to start a church, and whoop, whoop, whoop. But, I want to see action, right? So me personally, if I saw that this prisoner was like, I'm actually, like, all with this, I haven't done anything in a couple of years, I haven't done anything in five years since I've been out, and, you know, I preach, I'm a preacher now, and this is what I do, and, or, you know, I teach at my local prisons, or I go help at the soup kitchens, because I know what it's like to be there, and it's like, you learn from reflection, right, this is why little kids get time out, because it's Making them look at each other or look at themselves, right? I said, Look at each other, look at themselves in a world where you're constantly sprinting and running and trying to experience the next thing, right? Because when you're a kid, all you want to do is fu- have fun, and that mentality never goes away. You feel me? Like, that's all you want to do. You want to go out, have a good time with your friends, you want to go out and party, you want to go out, make money, you want to go out. Fuck bitches getting money. You don't like all that shit. So you never for a second stop to think about all the people around you and how your actions affect other people and how your actions affect yourself. Because sometimes you don't even recognize that it does affect you. And when you get to pause and think for a minute and breathe, it really does a lot for you. Even if you might not think that. Because, you know, some people are really skeptical of that. think it's ironic or funny that prisoners go into jail and they find god you know and now it brings me to the other side of why i think that happens i think there's a there's a freedom that you open from being alone because when you're in jail you're alone you can make friends and make acquaintances, and make people, you know, so you feel safe. But when you go in there, nobody knows what you're feeling. Except for other prisoners, you feel me? But even then, you're on fight or flight. Because these people could be even more dangerous than you. And think of it from their point of view. You go into jail, there's nobody you know unless you have family but that just honestly that just makes it worse because you're like damn we're both in here this is fucked you feel me so you get into this space where you're like damn this is like the lowest i've ever felt in my fucking life because jail is not somewhere you want to be at all and even a prisoner will tell you that you feel me like it's not fun and so when you're there you're forced you're like there's nothing good about this place you feel so alone you feel so low and when you feel that low There's nothing you can do. Like, obviously you can get contraband and, you know, get stuff that's going to make you feel elevated. But at the end of the day, you're still there. And it's kind of like when you try to do things to escape your reality. You never truthfully escape because you come right back to it. Right? Like people who are addicted to shit. They are addicted because they want to constantly feel not here. So, in turn, they're actually always here. Because there's no way to run away from this. Unless you're, you know, trigger warning. You are know, a boop, done. Say, like, fuck this, I quit. You feel me? And when you're in jail, you're fucking surveilled. So it's not that easy. You can't just, done, quit. You feel me? Unless you're like, alright, I'm gonna provoke getting jumped or something. And even then, it's not a guarantee. So, it's not like you can just up and quit. And most people who are in that system don't want to quit. Because they're like, what the fuck? Like, no. I'm already here. And looking at it from a monk's point of view, like, the same thing. They're in solitude. They're in confinement. They don't get all of the privileges of the average bee boop Joe. Walking around and doing whatever the fuck they please. And they live without pleasures. Like, a monk is a monk because they don't. They live basically like Jesus. They live off of really simple, simple plant-based foods. And water. And fasting. And doing things that the average person would say is very boring and dull. But to them, that is the path to purification. They purposefully, they don't punish themselves. They say, I'm going to do this. Because my will is strong. Because my soul is strong. So I'm going to do this to get myself to the path of enlightenment. Because this will forever be my reflection. I want this to be my reflection. I want this person to be me. And they live really, 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 really intentionally. And it's really hard to live that intentionally. And so, I don't know if you've ever seen... There's certain statues. Like, you can go on YouTube and look up monks that meditate for six months at a time. Which is crazy. Because how are they surviving? Without, you know... I think they... I don't know if they get fed, but I know that they get water. But that's fucking crazy to me. And some monks... This fact blows my mind. And a lot of people don't believe it. right? Because you're not going to believe it until you fucking see it. So go look it up for yourself. But some monks actually disappear. During meditation. Like during that time. Like they're left in this pod. And they're in there for months at a time. And sometimes when the person goes to get them at the end of this period, they're not there. And where could they have gone without being traced? You feel me? Like a monk just does not go unnoticed. Especially with that robe. You feel me? Like you can point them out in a crowd. So where are they going? That shit blows my mind. How are they disappearing? Meditation. They just said, okay, I just beat this game. (laughs) That's how I feel. I feel like they just beat the game. Like, they're just like, okay, I'm done. Finished. I beat it. And it's kind of like... The things that are promoted throughout life are things that are bad for you, mostly. So when you do something that's good for you, it's kind of harder to do just because willpower is something that's not really exercised in most societies. And so you're not really taught How to take care of your soul. And how to reflect on yourself. And how to breathe. You feel me? Like, a lot of people are not taught how to fucking breathe and exist and chill the fuck out. You feel me? Or else we wouldn't be chasing highs. You feel me? Like, teenagers, they chase highs because they chase experience. Because they want to be grown up. And then sometimes they never grow out of that. Because they're like, well... I want more. I want more. It's like a drug. You feel me? And some people just never grow out of it. And that's not necessarily a good or bad thing. That's just what happens. And monks live really intentionally. And I feel like that's your way of being a free spirit. Living so Intentionally that nothing can get to you anymore and it's like how prisoners leave prison some of them obviously not all of them and they're like i found god because nothing can ever break me the way that i felt in there the way i felt in there no one's ever gonna make me feel like that and you could judge me but at the end of the day you're not god so do i care no and i'm gonna do my best to prove to myself and to prove to god that i'm gonna be a better person for me not for you Tell me to make this world a better place. Not just for me, but for the next guy. Because I want to open the door for the next dude that comes through this door. And they're going to appreciate that without having to say thank you. And I don't need the thank you. So it's like that level of consciousness. It's something that that I've seen this person say that really hit home for me was that your heart needs to be broken for it to open. It's kind of like a walnut. You have to crack it open. Or like a peanut. You have to open it to release what's inside. Or like a glow stick. You have to crack it. And it's 3 to 1 on my clock. You have to crack it for it to open, for it to release, for it to do what it's supposed to do. And that's not until you feel At your lowest absolute point. That you start to be like, damn. I need to change. I need to do better. Because I can't go on like this. Because if I keep going like this, I know it's not going to be a good experience. And no one's here saving my ass, but me. So I need to save my ass. For me, myself, and I. Because the chain reaction starts with me. And I don't need anybody to be proud of me. I'll be proud of me. So... I feel like that's my mentality my mentality is like a monk do this because it's good for me not because I want people to like enjoy me or like because I want people to look up to me or because I want people to like me because honestly I'm a fucking asshole like I'm a prick in real life I give no fucks. Because if you like me, you like me. And if you don't, you don't. And is it my problem? No. Why? Because God's going to judge me at the end of the day. You feel me? When I die, are you the big man at the gate telling me if I can come in or not? No. So do I have to please you and suck you off? No. And do I have to people please you in order for you to enjoy me? No. Because some people like me like being a prick. You feel me? I don't understand that. But I'm not tripping. You feel me like? You do you. And I'm not gonna want you to please me every five seconds. So that I enjoy your company. Because that just tells me you're just kissing my ass. Not because you care for yourself. Or because you want this relationship. But because you want me in your life. And I need to prove to you that I'm not that important. You're your main character don't please me just to please me, do you, and if I enjoy you doing you, then cool, we can vibe, if you like me doing me, cool, and that's another reason why I wanted to say that these are just for entertainment purposes, I do a lot of how-tos, just cause like, I know a lot of shit, but I don't really share it, but I'm gonna start doing how-tos just because like those are fun for me i don't know why i'm really good at giving instructions and giving instructions that people can grasp and that's me living intentionally you feel me i know i'm a good teacher so i'm gonna teach you stuff that i know and if you want to listen you can listen if you don't want to listen don't listen cool either way i'm doing what i want for my own personal happiness and at the end of the day I'm happy because I'm doing what I want. And it's not about, you know, other people liking me or looking up to me. It's me having fun, living life the way that I want to live, and doing it in a way that doesn't hurt people. You feel me? Like, I'm not on here trying to be like, hey, you conservatives, fuck you. Hey, you, this race, I fucking hate you. You feel me? Like, I'm not on here spreading fucking hate and shit like that. And also because... I was major, a major people pleaser, like, hard. Like, I would kiss the fucking ground you walk on until you wanted to be around me because I didn't know how to live intentionally. And I feel like that's my monk moment or my prisoner moment, the moment that cracked me open. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? You feel me? I need to look at what the fuck's going on because this this right here ain't working at least not for me anyways yeah and as I looked down it was 3221 which is my number which I say is my number because it's my name and it's also my birth my yantra number which is kind of crazy now that I'm thinking about that that's kind of crazy how those just aligned that's kind of trippy If you don't know what I'm talking about, also, I just be ranting, like there's really no point. These are for entertainment purposes only, so anyways, back to what I was saying. My yantra is this magic number square that I did calculations based off my date of birth, which is basically like your life path number, but then it goes into like a bunch of different things like your personality, where you get your excitement, what you like to do, what your soul calls for you to do, and shit like that, right? And my number came down to 321 or 231. I don't remember the order, but I don't think the order is very relevant because the three, the two, and the one. I feel like it's just the numbers that are important. So it came down. Oh no, it was one three two. And my name, if you translate it to numbers, is one one three two seven Which is crazy because my yantra number is one two three or one three two. Sorry So I'm like that's kind of trippy. I didn't notice that until now And I always see three two one or one two three or Three one two just like one two three in any order and I always catch that on my clock or on my battery or on timestamps, or just, like, anything. And I'm like, that's crazy. Anyway, I'm gonna end this here just because, you know, I don't want these to be too long. And, yeah. So, anyways, I hope that you had a good day, a good night, whenever you're listening. And these are for entertainment purposes only. If you need therapy, go to therapy. And if you fucks with the things that I say, that is dope. And we should... I also... This is what I'm getting into, right? We should chat. I have a Discord that I want to link probably in the notes or maybe in the bio of this. I still don't have it quite exactly to where I want it just because I don't know if you could put links that are clickable on, uh, what is it called, the podcast apps on iPhones and Spotify itself. So, if you want to go check out my instagram it's u g underscore g u e r i t a u g and if you click on my instagram it's public and you will be able to have a link to the discord where i'll basically have like a community for this to grow and expand so that way you can talk to me and what you want to hear me talk about and if anything i'll probably pull random people out just to be like a guest so we can have like a phone call i'll just record the phone call and upload that which i think will be cool just because i want to start doing interviews of people just like i have really deep questions that a lot of people don't really think about so i feel like that's interesting and i flux with that shit. so i want to start doing interviews But I don't want it to be necessarily people that I know. I want it to be people I don't know. Because then it'll be even more refreshing. Or like new. You feel me? So. Anyways. Yeah. If you want to go be a part of that community, I'll link my... I'll, I'll try to link my Discord in this description. But if not, go to my... What is it called? My Instagram, and I'll also have that in this file. so yeah. Anyways, this is a long outro. I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.